This week on the Pushballers podcast, PTs can start to go back to training their clients one-to-one in parks while social distancing. We give our take. Three, two, one, stay alert. Dan. Hey guys, welcome to the Push Pull Legs podcast <laughs> with myself, Damik. And me, Tom Hall. What's going on, bro? I'm always alert, mate. I'm I know. always alert. So we've got to not stay home, but we've got to stay alert. Um, but we should go to work. If, but if we can't go to work, we shouldn't go to work. But if we can, we should try not to go to work. But we could go to work if we want to. But also... Maybe at 5 p.m. we can go to work and go outside and see friends if we have a four-year-old and it's not windy and there's a little bit of sunshine. Pretty sure that's when we can go to work, mate. Yeah, do you know, like, this could be a record <laughs> after last week. After last week's run, this could be a record, couldn't it, right? I mean, we we well, got to we got to fill the space before, yeah, mate. Like, yeah, uh, people have got you got to give them some sort of happiness, haven't you, before the run? But <laughs> I, I genuinely don't. I'm just being, I'm just poking the bear, mate, because I, I, I agree don't with you. Get, <laughs> I genuinely do not get the confusion, right? So, number one, stay alert. I agree, it's stupid. It sounds ridiculous. But actually, what he means is you've got to stay alert to the rules, which is like social distancing and all that sort of shit, right? He's not, he doesn't mean stay alert of the virus. Like, that would be a stupid thing to think. <laughs> That's not what he thinks. I'm always aware. Right? Like, I'm yeah, but like, completely unagi. About stay world. alert is things like washing your hands not touching shit like you know being not going close to people not using not, public transport not touching shit is something that we do anyway well yeah that should be done anyway <laughs> and, and then like and then the poor guy when i'm watching the tv and everyone's slagging him off being like so so what do we do do we not go to work do we not go you know whatever i was like it's pretty clear right if you can work from home you work from home if you can't work from home and your workplace is open you're probably going to go to work because you want to earn some money but likewise you probably don't have to if you don't really want to you want to stay at home then stay at home you're just not going to earn any money from your job and then three it's like when you do go to, to your job try not to use public transport yeah but that's that's what you said basically but everyone's gone like the british media british you know of course they've taken it and just absolutely ruined him um and i get the public obviously having a poke and a laugh about him because obviously what he said wasn't scripted the best and whoever wrote that is probably fired today um <laughs> but like, I just think it's it's one of those things where he says something and he can't win. Whatever he says, he's not going to win because you've got half the country who are like, end the lockdown, I want to get out, I'm sick of this. And then you've got half the country who are like, no, everyone stay at home. Um, and so it's obvious you're never going to please everyone, just like, just like all these things. And his job, you're never going to please everyone. But I just can't help but think that, like, no one's got any better ideas. Right. So whatever he does, he's going to he's going to half people aren't going to be happy about it. Right. But it's almost like the, the people at home, the British public are sat at home going, sorry, Boris. So when exactly can I go back to work? Like for me, in my own specific situation, what date am I going back to work, please? And time. It's like, well, no one knows. Like, well, when are schools going back? Well, we think first of June, but over the next few weeks, things could go to shit. So I can't actually put an exact date on it. Likewise, yeah. with gyms opening, we think maybe around 1st of July, but you know what? Things are going to pot, so we don't really know. We're going to have to propose that as a rough date. And it's like, if he just turned around and said, everything's going to be open on this date and it was too far into the future, people would be like, well, it's too far, it's too far away. What happens if things <laughs> change? And so, like, whatever he does, 
he can't win. And like, the, I think the only thing keeping him in a job is the fact that um, his mate over the pond is even more of an idiot than he is. But I don't, I don't think anyone else can do a better job. And like everyone at home in the keyboard warriors thinking they've got a better idea. It's like, yeah, but that's because that's based on your own personal bias of what you want right now. Like I could quite happily stay at home for the rest of the year. It wouldn't really affect me too much. But likewise, there's loads of other people out there like you that it would affect. Like, so it's not as cut and dry as going, well, what he said doesn't make sense. It's like, it makes perfect sense. If you use common sense, <laughs> which I realise isn't that common. realise it's not that common, mate. No. It's like, Tom, you know your workplace is close, so you can't go back to work. You've got to stay at home. Like, you don't, doesn't take genius to that one out, but he didn't <laughs> categorically say, Tom, you need to go to work. I mean, I was, I was expecting, like, to be named. Exactly yeah, well, what, what, doing. what hours am I going to work in? Yeah. Are my clients coming back in? Jesus Christ, right, mate. Not <laughs> I mean, oh. the the only confusion that which is easily clarified if again if you use common sense is like so for example like like bartending or like that kind of thing. It's like oh, but I I the only way I can work is I need to. So it's like all right, I cannot work from home because I'm a bartender or a waitress or a restaurateur, whatever. Okay, cool. In the public service sector, like we are, personal trainers and stuff in gyms. It's like all right, yeah, I can't work from home. Correct. All right, but can you go to work? No, you can't go to work because the workplace is not open. Um, so therefore, don't go to work. That's 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 what he well, needs. Because it wouldn't be open, would it? So there'd be no point. You'd be stuck there at the door. Well, this is pointless. That's what people, Boris people, told me to go to work. People were like, "Oh yeah, but I need to go to work." It's like, no, no. There's still the restrictions. There's still the levels of people. Like the businesses are starting to open, is and that's what they he kind of should have probably said is like we still have. But he said it the day after. It was like we still have those lists of the uh, where they can start to operate lists like essential stores, hospitals, doctors, pharmacists, Tesco's, that kind of crap. Um, and then there's the other ones that can start to open, like deliver, well, deliver a killing it, um, but also stuff, I don't know, little restaurants that can operate on that kind of standard. And then there's the fuckers that can't open, like gyms. So, I just, yeah, I yeah. just think that, like, yeah, you just, you, you can't possibly, in his position, say put exact dates on things. You just can't do it. And if he did, he'd be labelled irresponsible. So it's like, well, you know. The guy can't win. I just think it's probably the most uncoveted job in the world right now. I like. I'd rather. For I'd every rather go life. around picking up dog shit all day, right, than have that I mean, job. And especially considering we will get a second spike put out there now. Because yeah, of course we're getting it. Of course we're getting it. Of course we're getting it. Because you only had to see the idiots on Bank Holiday Weekend, mate. Before this was even announced. Before this was even happened, they're out there. Yeah. You, because of the leaks, that one. Like the leaked media and stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's and that's odd. the reason it'll be. It's because the media. It's not because of someone in government or anything like that it's because people the general public can't follow rules so it's actually pointless them giving the rules out anyway because they, <laughs> they didn't even stick to the lockdown anyway when it was going on so it doesn't really make much difference this is my argument and then you know you see people on trains and stuff and he's clearly said yeah you've got a social distance but these people just sat there on trains next to people it's like, it's like why would you do that like what just wait for the next train your employer's not going to have a go at you like clearly you're going to be a bit late i just think it's it's his his mistake i tell you what his mistake was he relied on the fact that the British public have got common sense. That's what he relied on, and that was his mistake. Because they haven't. They're fucking idiots, a lot of them. <laughs> Present company accepted. I, I saw, <laughs> I saw yeah. the, uh, like, getting people getting on the Jubilee line and stuff. They're just sitting next to each other, four in a row. And I was like, is this really happening? Yeah, Boris, what's he supposed to do? Like, he can't do it. Like, what's he supposed to do? Come on. 
Like, he can't go on there and separate people by himself. I'm surprised that they didn't bring back more TFL stuff to do that and be like, actually, we're only allowed... Like they say, there's only there's only allowed six people in a pret shop right now. By the way, yeah, there's only allowed six people in a pret shop. But varies from size to prep to prep, but they're all six. Yeah, weird, isn't it? It's <laughs> so dumb. Like, like, there's one on Marlowe High Street, on... tiny, and it's like, hang on, it should be, because UK Active, if everybody doesn't know, uh, get in contact, with, but UK Active have put out their stuff. Did I send it to you? I didn't, know. I think you did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So their guidelines for how gyms will open um, for when, well, when we don't, it's only like six pages, it's not like the 50, 60 one that the people put out, but it's based off that. And the the requirements will be um, will be we don't really know they obviously they're going to change, but all this kind of stuff is um, so three meters, so it's, it's three square meters per member, okay per person. That's not per like double like client and PT or three square meters per person per member in the in the facility so a member base of so i'll give you an example obviously the one i know most is marlebone third space okay that's the one i train my clients out of um we have a membership base there we are full capacity of about 1450 okay 1450 people obviously we we're not liable we can't have that many people in the gym at one time but dan how many people so this is including staff, by the way, that's just members. So obviously staff add on another 30 to 50. Okay. How many people could we have in the, the facility at one time based off that rule? Uh, so you know how many places? 45? Lower. Lower than that, 30. 30 people. That's the staff. Staff, no members. So off those guidelines, <laughs> I'll have news for you, my people. <laughs> it was screwed. Uh, yeah, so I'd, I'd envisage and starting to look at like training people outside, which obviously we're going to talk about that in a minute. Um, online PT, Zoom calls, all that kind of stuff. 100%. We I are just, saying it I now. Just, Go. Because yeah. the, the people who are going to be able to survive out of this in terms of f- fitness facilities, and I might start looking at this, if I'm really honest, is PT studios. You guys will probably be decent. Because you can control the amount of people that are going in there. It's one-to-one. You've probably got a small space anyway. There's probably only going to be like two or three people. The rent's going to be lower. Um, so that might work. I'm pretty sure that that's going to survive. But that's the case. If the, if they follow through with those rules, then that's like tough, right? So Because we, we worked out the maths. Because that's like square meters. is not just a floor-based. It's like up as well. You need like that much room head height ceiling to the floors and stuff like that it's crazy um so it's interesting bearing yeah, in just, mind I, I, I just, like crazy. 15 trainers <laughs> no. I, I just can't work out the how on like buses and trains and that they haven't they haven't like put tape on seats do you know like or they haven't done something on the seats where it's gone yeah you just literally can't sit in the seat yeah, like, it's just one then one then one like i don't uh, and then there's talk of putting like the perspex in between each seat as well wasn't there that kind of thing well, they've Which, done to that. be honest, to be honest, an everyday day on the tube should be incorporated anyway, so people can freaking <laughs> sit on you. But um, in, I think it's I'm not too sure, in South Korea or maybe. So they've done that in gyms. So every treadmill has perspex next to it. Every machine has perspex thing next to it, just like like your yeah, work cubicle. Which is a cool yeah. idea. I think mean, that's just got plausibility. Um, but it could happen, 100%, and have like a, I don't know, obviously the one-way system or something like that. Gym flow. 
Um, but it's yeah, it's kind of it's it's. I'm gonna be honest. Scary. It's really scary for people um, like I'm not saying like me who <laughs> I'm employed by a gym. Um, and yeah, it's interesting, especially with like education budgets as well. <laughs> Wave that bye bye. That's not. Don't need that. That's not a necessity at all. Mm. Um, so it's interesting. Obviously, education is necessity elsewhere, but as far as a company paying for it. It might be a little bit rare, so you got to go out and find it yourself more. Um, but it's interesting, yeah. Really tough because obviously the so with all this, what has come out from Simspar and everybody who's late to the news on here only got announced was it today or yesterday uh, from Simspar because they had to kind of come out and say. Um, but yes, with the new rules where you're allowed to meet one person at a time, not what Rishi said, and he said two, one person. At a time, um, and you're allowed to socially distance, but you can train and PT them in the parks and stuff. Um, obviously, people asking, <laughs> can I go and sit in the garden around my like mum and dad's house or train them and stuff? No, 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 because that's their home. Uh, you can't do that. Um, that's not the point. <laughs> you can go to a public place and do this kind of stuff. I guess you can train them in the street or a car park or something like that. That's fine. Um, but yeah. You can go and do that. There's a lot of people saying like, "Oh no, I'm not doing that. 100% not." And like, I'm um, of course, I'm scrolling through the UK PTs group. Uh, a barrel of fun that it is. I'm um, so glad I haven't looked in that group yet. Oh, I have to. Um, just in case, all potential people for the PTC, mate. So true. Yeah, they could be learning a lot if they get some of our courses. So yeah, they could be learning a lot of just <laughs> walking down the street. Half of them, um, Jesus. No, it's interesting. So this chap, um, I'm interested in. <laughs> I'm interested in those willing to PT in parks and do social distancing. Is it actually worth the time, money, brand negativity, and more? Um, I don't think there's going to be. Is there going to be any brand negativity for doing sessions in the park with your clients? I don't see how. I don't see how that's brand. That's just like unless you're punching them in the face <laughs> repeatedly. Like if you're, as long as you're following rules, you're trying to do a good job. That just means you've adapted. Surely that's a good thing. You care about your clients that you've gone. I'm gonna get this. Yeah, and go do it. Um, and it's it's legal. So maybe maybe you start with your younger clients and be like, Are you guys okay to do it? Or like, Are you confident? Obviously, don't force them out. If they want to come, come. Um, I'm certainly going to. Uh, there's a few people that will live around here and I can train in Regent's Park. I will start the conversation to see whether they want to be trained in the park. Obviously, a discounted rate uh, because they don't have to pay the gym. They only pay me. Um, yeah, if they want to do that, they can do it. If they don't, then absolutely fine. Interesting. But I think, yeah, I think, I think you got to. I think, I think that, that sort of mindset that person's got is, is awful. To approach it that way is just like I'm giving up kind of thing. It's like it's like you need the dumbbells or the squat rack to to train people. It's like it's ridiculous. As a trainer, uh, you should be able to adapt, like we've talked about before, adapt and all sorts. And I would hazard a guess that a majority of your clients, Tom, would probably want to train with you as quickly as possible or as soon as possible. However, that comes about, even if you've only got one kettlebell, they know that you're going to be able to get out of that one kettlebell far more in one session than they ever would in weeks. 
in yeah, terms of in terms of like what they're going to learn and i think it's they've been sat at home doing not a lot for a long time i think if they were to get outside you know and get back into some sort of a routine where they come and see you maybe at seven half seven in the morning or you know seven at night whatever it is for them which suits their schedule you might be a bit more like oh, actually yeah i want to get up at that early i want some routine back like, i want to get back into the rhythm and the groove and i actually you'll probably miss the social element of seeing people and i think having that that mindset to it is so defeatist like i would imagine your clients tom would be training at probably similar times that they were before they probably wouldn't want to change much of that you're probably doing most of the similar things that you were doing and yeah they're not all going to come back of course they're not because for them it's it it might not be feasible they might not want to do it but i bet you that by offering it out to the people they're not going to go oh that's negative brand negativity on tom no they're going to go yes tom's thinking of me you know he wants to wants to train me and he i bet you can like i said do far more far better stuff than i can it just um, it seems as well, especially some of the comments here as well. Um, personally, I think it would be this person saying, "I don't think this at all." Because I'll go into this in a minute after reading this guy's question, the comment. Anyway, personally, I think it would be more awkward and less productive than remote coaching. Stood in the busy park, probably pissing with rain, shouting at your client with two meters away with no equipment. I mean, you could take some equipment, probably bought some, some bands and stuff, and you don't even need it. Like it's absolutely fine. Mm-hmm. Just be a good PT and work it out. Um, and I'd like to say that I probably stand two meters away from my clients normally when I'm fucking yeah, How flipping close are you standing to? <laughs> like, uh, uh, I, yeah, I, I tend to like walk around them and like I'm that far away most of the time. And I can still be like, bam, bam. I don't have to get hands on. Little side note, you shouldn't actually really get that hands on anyway with a client because you're probably not insured to because you have to be a uh, massage sports therapist um, to have that in your insurance but yeah that's, that's, that's another conversation but as well yeah. it's, it's that whole thing though isn't it it's, again it's that negativity of like pissing rain it's like well yeah but how yeah. many mornings over the last six weeks has it rained also spring going into summer like, yeah. <laughs> like all right mate give it a fucking break um i don't know i just i i but do you know what it's the fitness industry as a whole because there's a lot of people in it who just just morons for one we know that but i know that sook's talked about this a lot with the online stuff is that he's had a few of his adverts obviously ongoing about the online fitness business his adverts have been going out and he's had a lot of comments on people who are like um oh you're just preying on people at a time when they're desperate and all this sort of stuff and he's just saying he's just saying like look at this like this is just people burying their head saying that people aren't spending money on pt saying that people aren't spending money doing stuff and he's like people are just burying their head pretending that they're telling themselves that narrative and he's then got he's got students in the group signing up 20 30 people in a month because they're putting themselves out there and they're making themselves an option for people yeah. and it's just the fitness industry as a whole people just bury their heads because they just think no dumbbells no squat rack no barbell can't train boom no point give up like what's the point and that's also probably why they're not a successful trainer in the first place anyway i think any trainer who is successful will have the mindset of i'll do what i can you know do, do the best thing that you can and um yeah and i know that we talked about the start didn't we, with, with the remote with the remote coaching thing we talked about that and we felt that i felt you you know we both felt it was a, a little bit awkward i actually think now this is an option i'd rather go somewhere with my client than do the remote now if that's an option i'm taking that nine times out of ten if i can take the equipment i've got and i can get there somehow i'm doing it if, if at home they've got a squat rack bit different maybe i'd be like actually it's probably more (laughs) beneficial using say that for example or a bench but if they're just using bands and stuff at home medicine balls and and i've got a kettlebell i'm gonna go right let's go to the park i can sort this out for you this is gonna be loads better um yeah you just gotta i hate this word's been overused a lot in in social media but pivot you just gotta pivot and just do what you can like (laughs) it's not gonna be forever it's not gonna be forever you might be doing outdoor training for eight weeks that might be it (laughs) but that might be all you're doing is eight weeks of that your clients will be much prefer it 
Um, yeah, I just I just think it's a defeatist attitude. But yeah, that's the fitness industry now. You know, down to a team. <laughs> people come into it thinking that they're going to make mega bucks after six months. It's just ridiculous. It's like no, stick with it. Stick with it. You'll be all right. Um, yeah, go play football. Go play tennis. Fucking <laughs> tennis. You'd be all right with anyway, wouldn't you? Technically, because you're always away, always apart from people. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, tennis clubs have reopened, but we booked a court. Golf clubs have, haven't they? Golf clubs have, 100%. Look at you. Yeah. How happy so, are you right now? I know, but also I wasn't, I was doing work and missed the time that they opened the booking uh, system for the first day and all the tea times are gone. Of course they are. It's your own fault, wasn't it? <laughs> Was it my own fault? Um, yeah, so super annoying. And so in, in golf, is yeah, yeah, there's going to be two balls only and every 10 minutes. So what they've done at our course is like there's going to be three sections within like, I don't know, around the club. Obviously not allowed in the clubhouse. You have to go to the terrace first, wait there, and then you'd be asked to come to zone two, which is where you like sign in for your round. And then you get asked to go to zone three, which is the first tee, which is pretty cool. You'd do it and though, then, wouldn't you? You'll do it though. 100%. Yeah, I'll How long be, you got to wait? Yeah. Like, <laughs> if I'm not working, I'm going to go. Um, 100%. Because I, I was getting really stressed because I was just like, it seems like with the weather been so, so beautiful. And I'm like, there are so many golf courses just sitting there getting lusher and lusher. And the groundsmen are just like, and yeah, I'm like, yep, it's such a waste. I, I literally am not allowed to go to work and I can't go and play golf. <laughs> I was like, this is madness. Uh, but obviously I can now. Um, yeah. Decent, decent, mate. Happy for you, mate. Yeah, I mean, I'm only allowed to play once on the weekend, though. So we'll get around it. We'll get around it somehow. I'm going to go play tennis as well. I bought a tennis racket. Can you see? Yeah. I'm holding it now, mate. Well done. Thanks. And some balls. I'm, I'm shit at tennis. I used to try and play when I was a kid. I'm shit at it. Yeah, so Chloe's apparently so good. Therefore, it's a shit sport. Because I'm shit at it, it's a shit sport. <laughs> so I used to play it a little bit as a kid. Yeah, so it'll be, it'll be interesting. I can hit balls. I've got a good hand-eye. So I'm assuming I'll be all right. I can do that, but it's a bit more finesse involved, isn't it? Like, you know, like like cricket, you can hit the ball. It's not, it's kind of like you just hit it as hard as you can kind of thing. Pretty well, much. golf, you definitely can't do that. Um, well, no, golf, you can't. No, exactly. <laughs> but that's why I don't think I'm very good at golf or... Um, but go for um, tennis. It's, yeah. a, it's a bit more finesse, isn't there, involved? It's a bit more time. Well, no, cricket's a bit more timing, to be fair, but I'm right. not exactly good at that part of it. So <laughs> I either just block it or try and hit it as hard as I can. So You're going to um, be in the fucking angry twat on her. Um, I've seen you bowl. Yeah. You're, you're the guy that stares at the fucking uh, the batsman and, like, probably eyeballs him as you're going through. Yeah. And I, and I probably get within two metres of him, so I probably can't play <laughs> Oh, yeah, absolutely crying. Cricket can start. I don't know. Everybody touched. Yeah, you saw me. You saw me when we played that game. What was that game we used to play with Harry? What was it called? We used to Last play Man Stands. Last Man Stands. You, you saw me score. You saw me score hundred. Last Man Stands. Hundred. You score hundred. Yeah, I was smashing all over the place. I remember? <laughs> Fucking brilliant that day. And was it hundred or was it like seventy? It was something stupid. It was something silly, wasn't it? Like yeah. seventy-eight off twenty-two balls or something stupid. I like think that. I only got up to like forty like once. I'd be like, that was doing me. That. Because <laughs> you used to play on like a flat astroturf pitch all the time, so it never ball never did anything. You could just smash yeah. it. <laughs> but yeah, interesting for guys. So PT in lockdown, I'd say do it. Do it? Yeah, uh, yeah, hundred percent. I'd say do it. Get out there, see your clients, show them how good you are. Right. Still, you know, I just yeah, hundred percent. Like get out of the house as much as you can if it's safe to do so. I don't mean obviously going fucking have parties and shit, but yeah, if I you think. A park uh, and spend a couple hours people, speaking to a client. I'd, I'd go. People are uh, like worried about seeing multiple people. 
I think that's the the thing. But as long as you're not touching them and you're staying you're not, two meters away, that's, not, that's the whole point. Not getting close enough to them. Like I, I that's the point because if uh, people are worried about that, if you walk through the fucking supermarket, how many people do you, in theory, come into two meters in contact with? Every single time you go to the supermarket. Yeah, what happens if you pick up a pint of butter, like a pint of milk, you put it back down again, someone else picks it up. What, like, well, how, where the... Yeah, yeah it's be 20, 30, the fuckers in the fa- place at the same time. So... Well, because we that, talked that, about this, because no, we've, we've had an email from nursery about it, it's about going back to nursery. Yeah. Um, so that's like 1st of June. And we had a conversation about it, and we were like, well, what do we think? And I said, to be honest, I was like, I'm more worried about Isabel's social skills and development of that than I am about us catching coronavirus. At this point in time, I was like, yeah, she's going to go. There's going to be 20 other kids, potentially. We don't know anything. But at the same time, I was like, yeah, but we've done our bit. All we can hope is that everyone else has done their bit and that all she's doing is going to nursery and back again. And that all we're doing is going outside for exercise, going back in. Like, we're not we're not breaking the rules. And all we can hope is that everyone else is doing a similar thing, because otherwise we're going to be in this constant state of fear for years. Like, well, what point do you not just go, right, we've just got to at some point go, well, it's been they've, t- they've told us it's safe they told us we can do it so we're going to do it yes we might catch it but on our on our chances of doing so have increased by doing that but at the same time we can't all just stay in the house all day every day there comes a point where we have to start to yeah. to go back to some sort of normality so i was like well we made the decision to say look we'll go back and she'll go back three days a week and it increases our exposure but all we can do is make sure that she's you know she she's baffled when she comes home potentially or whatever it is like if you want to be really over the top with it washes her hands washes her face whatever but i don't want to scare her and like that she's scared to go outside and see her friends like she needs to go and see her friends and needs to have that element what's interesting what what have you said to her about what's happening well we just well we're like we're very like upfront with with her we don't try and hide things um at all and so she knows there's a virus she knows it's called a virus. She knows it's called the coronavirus. She's watched it on the news because the news has been on. She came in the other day and was like, Daddy, when's the coronavirus finishing? And I was just sat there, like, oh my God, where have you heard that? I was like, we've not mentioned that. So she knows there's a virus. She knows that she can't really see her friends and she can't really see people and that we have to only go outside occasionally um, because we have to wait for the virus to go. That's what she knows. She knows exactly what's going on. Um, we haven't told her that it's killing people. Um, but it's one of those things where we just have to say to her, you just have to wash your hands. And we just said, you're just washing hands anyway. Like, you know, we just sort of said, you know, sometimes you get a cough or a cold. It's just like that. You know, it's just a virus. You just want to make sure you don't get it. Um, and the man on the telly has said we're not allowed to do this. That's the kind of way we frame it. It's like, <laughs> the man on the telly says he can't go out. Um, and she's been kind of okay with it, I think. But she's she's been out to the park and seen, obviously, people she knows and kids she knows. And, like, you just kind of have to go, well, look, play a bit, but don't hug and kiss and stuff <laughs> i guess i like, just stay back a little bit and it's like kids are kids mate you know it's just like as long as we're safe as long as we're doing what we can as long as we're being responsible she you know she needs to be a kid still so we kind of obviously we don't take her out really that much we go out to the park we don't take a shop in we don't do anything like that yeah. She's, we're lucky we've got a garden but i think you can obviously the last thing you i'd wanted to do as well is hide it from her like i think that's even worse like in the long run i just don't yeah, think I it's think worth so. it 100% you gotta have to tell so yeah she knows it's a virus but um she wants it to go away so she can see her friends you know and that's the hardest thing for me as a parent like i if, if someone said to me you can guarantee that she doesn't get it and she can go to nursery and go to school for the next year and you've got to stay inside for a year i'd be like do it 100 i don't care i can deal with it um, do you know what I mean? Like, whereas for her, it's a bit more of a this shouldn't interrupt her life at that age. It's not really fair. Yeah. But yeah, it's what it is, isn't it? Have you had to do the exact same exp- explanations with the man on the telly and it's a virus to Laura as well? Yeah. 
<laughs> I'll tell you, you said that. Um, <laughs> but again, like Laura's been alright. But again, like I think as we're we're both sort of like yeah, we just have to stay home. Like it's you know there's there's like there's far worse things to be going on. But um, I just think it's yeah. I think with Isabel as well, you do notice her moods kind of go up and down a little bit. If we're having if we've got a busy day and we've got a lot of work on. She, you can sense her frustration because she just wants attention. And she even said it the other day. She just said, Daddy, I just want some attention. And I was just like, oh, my God, it kills you when you hear like that. <laughs> but, yeah, it is what it is. It is what it is, mate. Um, moving on to fitness. More fitness talk. Mental. Nothing educational. But um, did you see this week? This week? Last week? I think last week. Old Hathor Bjornsson, the mountain, broke the world red, deadlift world record. I did, but how does that get verified, though? Because That's the thing. He invited a bunch of people to his gym. So he's got a home gym, obviously. Um, and then he invited all the people to come sit there. And this is... this is. Have you seen the absolute beef between those two? Between Eddie Hall and the Hathor? They hate each other. Like, really? go on Eddie Hall's thing. And he is comes out and calls him an absolute fake. Go cry to your mummy and all this kind of stuff. You won't do anything without your entourage. You shouldn't have been doing it. And... Like, do, and then he was like, "Do it in competition." Um, it's like you did Eddie do it in competition though. Surely, didn't he just do it randomly? Eddie did it. Uh, um, he did it at a competition. He did it at an expo of some sort. Yeah, but it wasn't in competition though, was it? I thought it was. Oh. Oh, and he also went five hundred one, didn't he? Um, to be fair, to be fair, looking at it, and if it was the the five hundred and one kilos that it was he looks like he's got another 25 30 kilos in there easy um yeah he will lift well, that's what everyone thought about eddie hall though wasn't it when he did it i don't know eddie hall fucking nearly passed out he, he, he almost died on the back end of that um but have you seen what's happened uh, from it as well i've not seen anything about it you have uh signed a contract a seven figure each i think to do the world's heaviest boxing match <laughs> Eddie Hall, oh, fuck <laughs> yeah. the mountain, the beast versus the mountain. Yeah, Mate, so they're, they're gonna have like zero endurance for that. It'll be so bad, isn't it? <laughs> so, I'm gonna watch it because that's ridiculous. Oh, of course you're yeah. gonna watch it because it's gonna be a spectacle, <laughs> but for the wrong reasons. I think it's in Vegas. Of course it's in Vegas. Um, and yeah, it's in the, it's uh, <laughs> the mountain versus the beast. So the two boys who won, because obviously Eddie Hall beat. Hathor, World's Strongest Man, 2017, I think. And then Hathor won the 2018 one. I'd just like to say that Brian Shaw has won World's Strongest Man four times. And he doesn't even fucking mention any of these lads. <laughs> and he, both these lads have only like once or twice. He's probably just got Bonkers. a brain, that's why. Yeah. He's like, I don't fancy doing this. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's crazy. And Hathor got like, he only have a, like a mini stroke. So one half his face is a little bit like not desensitized as well so it's interesting i'm not I'm, really I'm, big into the uh, i'm not really big into the old um strong the old man. strongest man stuff i don't no. really yeah i don't really get it and i say do get it but i'm not really that like it was just interesting for the fitness world because obviously that's the world dev, deadlift world record is 501 kilos now pretty heavy as if you went 01 as well what a pussy come on let's <laughs> do it five or ten I think it's because you get paid us like an amount every time you break it, that it. So it's like I'll oh, it's you. Break. Oh, okay. Yeah. Every time oh. you break it, you'll get paid well, something. So should have yeah. done five hundred point five then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like you're a moron. Why'd you put a whole kilo on? Just put like a jammy dodger on the end and be like, look at this. All right. Um. Yeah. Super weird. 
Also saw um, Chloe sent me that Ben Bruno had a Theragun. Yeah. Disappointed. <laughs> Disappointed, but at the same time, if I got set one for free, I would use it. Well, like, that's the thing. And obviously, he's a Boyle disciple, and Boyle has a couple in his facility. If Theragun sent it to me for free, I would probably use it. But, <laughs> but I know also know it does nothing other than just feel a bit good. Like, <laughs> that's the thing here. What I said still stands about them, but I just wouldn't pay for one. Didn't we yeah. get uh, we get we get we got shared or uh, that show got shared in a group, didn't it, for Lift the Bar about Ferragun? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Anybody want to buy a Ferragun? Listen to Dan and Tom rant about that. Yeah, like, I saw like, but I, saw, I watched um, the Man City documentary, All or Nothing. Really good documentary. I really liked it. But again, you've got the the massage guys in there with the players, like holding up the, the massage therapist. Like you're a, you're a massage therapist, and you've got the gun on them, and it's like again, it's that whole thing of it's a tool that looks good or feels good or whatever. And it's that whole, like we talked about placebo thing. If you're a Man City player and you're in a physio in Man City and you think this is going to help you, that's great. That's great. Like it probably will. Well, that's the thing we said. We said, uh, when, when we talked about having them at third space and we got off, we got sent a few and then obviously they wanted to buy a, a bunch for the trainers and stuff. And we were like, right, we're not going to let everybody loose with these on the gym floor. Cause we think it looks ridiculous. Um, it would only be for elite trainers. And then we, ummed and on about that we're like actually we don't even want it on the gym floor we'd rather be in a, a physio room or something like that we're like having for that and that's it so yeah if but if it brings the placebo thing absolutely fine but you guys yeah. like is it doing anything but, but doing again it's, it's one of those things where at that elite level at the top level and you've got because we were talking about recovery and they were talking about um they got like a, cry- a cryo chamber and they were talking about when they're playing three games in, in sorry, two, three games in seven days and stuff. And I was like, yeah, I was like hundred percent. That's where you should be using it. But then people see that. And then they think that, this, <laughs> yeah. you know, Jim who goes to the gym three times a week thinks he needs one. It's like, no mate, you don't Jim. need one. You can think of another name apart from no, Jim. I said Jim. <laughs> and I was like, ah, oh, Jim, 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 never mind. Um, John, um, yeah. But go. yeah, like you just, I, I just think it, it's just baffling. People look at that and go, "That must be, that must be good," because they use it. It's like, no, that's not, that's not it. They're just at that level where, they, you know, they might need it. And again, Ben Bruno works with basketball players, like that seven-foot guy. Yeah, bit of a placebo on him. Cool, it's gonna work. Go send it for free. Cool, might work a little bit. It's fun. <laughs> <sighs> just like, but it was, it was more the, it was like I said, the claims on the website, wasn't it? Like, yeah, it helps joint alignment. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't help your alignment at all. It does yeah, it does at all? What was it? Yeah, it decreases scar tissue. No, it doesn't. Scar tissue, scar <laughs> tissue. It ain't going nowhere. <laughs> like, fuck off. Oh, yeah. Brilliant. Anyway, well, should we end on that lovely note? Should we end on that? Um, one thing I was going to ask you actually, because we haven't talked about this in a while, um, is are you going through any particular cereals on lockdown? Um, do you know what? I I've got cereal. I've got. I've got. Apple. I don't know. I've gone because obviously you're doing eggs every single morning, and like sometimes I kind of I'll have like my cereal first, then I'm I'm normally got normally got a meeting in the morning, then I have my meeting, and then I have my breakfast. So it's like. No, I'm you see, back. for me, cereal is always cereal. For me, is always an afternoon evening thing snack whenever I'm playing sport or gymming or whatever, and obviously I've been doing huge amounts of that right now. So, like with basketball i used to always have a bowl of syrup three hours before basketball that was my thing or when i got back late from a basketball game i'd have you know some i have two yogurts and a bowl of cereal i don't when i've got time to cook things and prepare, it's just not something i go for at all um that's why i have the eggs in the morning just i've got time to prepare it and make it i quite like it it's it's good whereas the cereal for me is always i can't be asked to make something i need something easy to digest low in fiber 
with high carbs that's usually why i have it i don't really eat it anymore just because it tastes good um like on a daily basis like i used to do um yeah because i just i just don't bother anymore but isabel loves the crave like absolutely loves it she likes crave she likes frosted shreddy she likes mini uh, chocolate chip weetabix minis she's she's got a good taste because of me don't you worry about <laughs> yeah i'm on i'm on a mixture of uh, a mixture of shreddies and and crave right now so but literally mix like not yeah. i'm going one bowl one bowl it's the, other it's thing the well, just, uh off topic but i've start i have tried seven up cherry Ooh. so I, th- I think it's new i've not seen it before i've not seven, seen that before seven up cherry it's weirdly <laughs> exactly like pepsi max cherry the initial taste it's just because obviously it's just cherry overload like same with pepsi max but then you get the lemon and lime coming after it's like the aftertaste is the lemon and lime bit yeah, so i started it, yeah. drinking it and i was like oh it's, it's like pepsi max oh, that's weird and then it's really like the same cherry taste exactly the same as pepsi max it must be the same company um and then it goes lemon and lime after that rather than the pepsi but um yeah it's good to be fair it's good it's a nice mix up from you know the, the coca-cola based ones um but uh i'd get it over normal seven up to be fair yeah because seven up's a bit boring seven seven up and sprite for, i, I don't know really what they did i just They're really always... wanted it to be like cherry aid and it's mm. not that's what i really wanted it to be like i thought i didn't think it was gonna be lemon and lime i thought it was just gonna be cherry do you know because i thought well seven yeah, up yeah, lemon lime, like, why not just normally, make seven up cherry it's normally like, lemonade whatever you put in the lemonade isn't overpower it well, that's what I thought. I was like, it's gonna be cherry aid, and then it... <laughs> it's still good though. It's still good. It's just not. It's not a contender. It's not. You know, it's not. Fa- it's no fan to grape or Dr Pepper Zero. So, but yeah, just an update. And also, I've ordered the the new t- the two new monster flavors that are out. Not interested. You're not bothered, are you, in monsters? Uh, no. Don't do monsters. Fine. My my yeah, monsters and Red Bulls don't do them. They just remind me of university too much. And mm. drinking, that means drinking alcohol. Vodka Red Bulls is just, yeah, would be a standard thing for drinking. Oh, I couldn't drink Red Bull. Could not drink Red Bull for oh, that yeah. reason. Yeah. I just think it's just, it just reminds me of that. And I'm like, brilliant. Yeah, it used to be a place called, if you're from Essex or you ever went out in uh, Chelmsford, a place called Duke's Genesis. Um, at Duke's, um, for the, when I was 18 or 19, maybe all the way 18 to 20, they introduced a thing which was 15 pounds all you can drink wow 15 quid entry and then you just get open bar <laughs> all night and then drinks are watered down 100 yeah um and then obviously we'd normally just be like smashing vodka ripples and then they were like oh actually this is illegal no shit um <laughs> shouldn't be doing this and then they introduced drink tokens so it's still 15 pounds and you got 20 drink tokens so you can still have 20 drinks i was like i mean mental but yeah crazy mate that's when I started doing lime cordial and like stuff. I thought you were going to say something else then. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> stopped doing drinking and started what? Oh, okay, what? Yeah, I was like, what the hell? <laughs> Got too expensive. Um, yeah, mate. Um, any other news? No, not for me. No, uh, I think we're coming back. We're coming back again this week, aren't we? Uh, that'd be interesting. Um, so watch out for an episode, uh, I guess, on Friday or Saturday, I reckon. Uh-huh. Because we're that bored. <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right mate peace up